So, so we are holding in the middle of, uh, we're holding in the middle of Perak Ches, and we, the Tzermal Sedek is discussing the question that the Ribash asked with regards to, uh, he asked to the Mekubal Rabdan Yosef, right, and he gave an answer when he brought this whole mushal of a, a king, and a king has a judge, and judges, and, and a treasurer, and the whole story, and that it would be inappropriate to ask the uh, the judge, you know, to to give a present and ask the, pre- the 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 treasurer to judge a case or whatever. And um, and then we said at the end is like, wait a minute, but why are we even getting involved? Right then, he, and he quoted the the one of the balatayshus that said, why are we even getting involved in this whole story? You know, let's let's just dive into Hashem al like a child that's calling out to God, calling out to his father or mother, and just saying, "Help me," and that's it. Like, why not? Why not go there? Right. So then we said the Talmudic said, Let, "Let's begin by descri- by discussing the actual mashal and showing you know what's wrong with this mashal, what's going on here, what 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 could we be doing better." Right or that, that's like a little bit off. And what he started to say yesterday was the idea is that what's off between the mushal and the nimshal is that the mushal is talking about two different people. Right. In other words, the king is not the judge, and the king is not the treasurer. Right. So this is a little bit of a different aspect to look at with mitzad the mushal versus the nimshal. Right. So let's let's uh, let's go there. Um. Let's go run through it really quickly, that part. We'll go one, two, three, four, five lines from the top of the page on page Kuf Yorches, and it says, Vihine. Yeah, we'll start from there. Vihine betchila tzarech levayar ketaz divrei ha-mekubal ha-naal, shalo yichshov ma'ayin shahamashol doymele nimshol mamish. Let's start by explaining a little bit more of the words of the of the Mekubal, of Dan Yosef, and to show how the mashal is not similar to the nimshol. Right, namely the, how to draw down the energy to that particular sphere. Right, so he says like this: like he says in the mashal. So in the mashal, he brings the idea of, for example, that he, the king, is is dafka telling the seichen. The seichen is the is the treasurer. Right, so, so he's telling the treasurer, look, this is this is where to go with this energy. And that was the main point that we we're trying to bring out. That at the end of the day, in the mashal, the the seicher, right, or the shoifet are different people than the king. In other words, that the that the seichen, right, we did this whole thing yesterday, right? The treasurer is the one that gives the present. The, the shayfet is the one that judges, not the king. It's just that the king is the one that tells him to do this. He, he commands him. That's what the king's uh, place is in this whole story. And it's not that way above. Because at the end of the day, when we're talking about the upper worlds, we're saying that he himself, he is the Bayre, right? He is the creator, and he is the judge, and he is the Seichen, and he is everything, right? Like we said in the end of Avos. Right? 
And it's true, however, that the judgment does come through the sphere of Gvura, which is not Hashem Himself. Right? And this is the key point that we're saying, right? The key point that we're saying is that at the end of the day, it's not a Dover Nifrad. Dover Nifrad means a, a something that is separate. When you're talking about the judge, you are saying that the judge is different from the king. There's the king, and then there's the judge. Right? Those are two different people. The king can command the judge, but at the end of the day, the judge has his own head on his own shoulders, and he's going to decide what, what's going on. You with me? You following? Masha'enkin here, when we say gvura, now gvura is not eloka, as we've been saying for the last eight chapters, right? Gvura is not eloka. It's not God, but it is elokus, which means to, to me that it's not a dover nifrat. It's not a separate being. It's not a separate entity. It's a, an expression of godliness. That's what gvura is. So that's where the mushal and the nimshal break down. So therefore, the difference here in the mashal is that the Hashem is judging through the sphere of Gvura. Hashem is using the axe to cut down the tree. Hashem is using the typewriter to type up a paper. All right? So that is, it's, it's a tool that doesn't have a life of its own, so to speak. But even that's a bad example because at the end of the day, the tool is separate from the king or the typewriter is separate from the king. Here, you can't say that Gvura of Atzilus is separate from Hashem. It's Elokus. It's godliness. That's what it is. So being that it's godliness, it is an expression of Hashem. Is it Eloka? No, it's not Eloka. You can't say about it, oh, Gvura is God. Gvura is not God. But it is Elokus. You got it? You getting? So he says like this, So So it comes out that he, Hashem, is the Dayan in the end of the day. Because he is the one that is using Gvura to judge. And he is also the one that gives the present. Through the sphere of Chesed. Not like in the Mashal. Namely that the Seichen himself is the one that gives and not the king. Good? Mm -hmm. Yes? That acronym is, it's a little bit confusing. There are a lot of acronyms here in a row. Don't say the Im Kain, that if so, Lo Asi Shapir, it's not coming, this is not a good, this is not, Asi Shapir means to be, it's coming good. Like, don't say it's a good, this is a good, it's not good. In other words, don't throw out completely his mashal. Right? That's his mashal. Someone that has a quarrel, etc. That he should request the king to speak to the one that is sitting on judgment. Right? And he shouldn't ask the, the treasurer because that would be a Question in mistake. Because it's good, the mashal. Because 
Okay, so he says like this. There is a very good point to this mushal. And the good point to this mushal, right, is the good point to this mushal. Okay, the good point to this mushal is the fact that at the end of the day, there is such a thing as a treasurer. There is such a thing as a judge. And the bottom line, they are under the rulership of the king. You following? They are under the rulership of the king. And if they're under the rulership of the king, by definition, right, the king is asking them to do these jobs. And therefore, if you're going to ask the a treasurer to judge a case, it would be a mistake. Because that's not his job. If you'd ask the judge to give a present, that's also a mistake. It's not his. So there is a, there is some, there, there is serious uh, quality to this muscle. Because at the end of the day, there is such a concept of using different, um, here we're talking about jobs, but tools, if we want to call the judge is a tool in the, in the toolbox of the king to judge cases. And the seichen, the treasurer, is a tool in the, in, the, in the toolbox of the king to give out money. So there is such a thing. And if you do ask the wrong person the wrong thing, so then you're making a mistake. It, there is something to it. The only difference is, the only difference is that, that when we're talking in the nimshol, the king himself is the one that's sitting in mishpat. You got it? The king himself is the one that's sitting in mishpat. Through his sitting in the sphere of gvura. He himself is the seichen. Right? So that's the difference. Everyone's good? Okay. Right? Right? So therefore, if you would ask the king for a present, right? That he should that he should request it of the of the judge. So why are you calling this a a question, a request that is a mistake. So this is, now that we've built up the question, now we have the kicker. That was the kicker line, right? In other words, in this world, it makes sense, the question. You could say that if you ask the, the judge, guys, you following? Right? If you, you ask the judge for a present, or if you ask the treasurer for, to judge the case, that is a mistake. Because there really are different people. Even though they're both under the employ of the king, but they're different people. Over here, what we're saying is different. You can't say that above. You can't say by asking Hashem anything, you're making a mistake. If you're asking Hashem to do, whether it's judging or whether it's paying out uh, money or whatever it is, by definition, you are not making a mistake because at the end of the day, Hashem is the one that goes through the Kav of Gvura and Hashem is the one that goes through the Kav of Chesed. Yeah, you with me? Mm-hmm. Oh. So he can do whatever he wants. 
right? So this is so this is this is this is uh, this is something uh, this is something else. Okay, so so this is so this is why we're saying. Why are you saying that this is a taos? This is not a taos. This is not a mistake, right? Seemingly, it's not the same. It doesn't certainly doesn't have the same. It certainly does not have the same situation as 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 in the physical world that you're asking the judge or you're asking the thing because at the end of the day Hashem is the one. However, there is something, there is some value to this because since it is Hashem's way that He established that He's going to be mashpia, a present through His being enclosed within chesed of atzilus, and not through going into Gvura. Everyone's with me? So in that way, if you do ask of Hashem to be mislabish in Gvura, which is a Shem Elohim, right? So then by definition, and you ask from that aspect, you're asking for a present, so then that is a mistake. Right? If you're asking of Hashem Elohim that He should give you a present, so then you're, you're, you're making a mistake. What's Shem Elohim again? It's the way Hashem is mislabish in Gvura. That's the idea. Vehein emes. Ki gvura. But on the other hand, it's true. You could do that. It's not like Hashem can't do that. Hashem could do that. Just like we said before, remember we were talking about Rabbi Hanina Medosa. Just like Hashem could decide to make the vinegar burn, just like oil, Right, the story from Shabbos candles of the Rabbi Hanina Mendoza. He could also give chesed through through gvura. He can do whatever he wants. Hashem's in charge of everything. He's the one. He's the one in charge. Because all of his midos are inclusive of every, all the other midos. It's all together. That's what we said back, if you remember back in the, first, in the second paragraph or so. It's not that he can't, but you need a huge schus that he should change going away from the ways of nature. The ways, not I don't mean nature like nature outside, I mean the way that he set up the system. Hashem set up the system in a very specific way. That when you need gvura, you ask for Hashem to conduct himself in this manner. Are you drawn down in this manner? When you ask for chesed, you're asking him in this manner. That's the system he set up. Could he flip-flop? Yes, he could flip-flop. He could do whatever he wants. But for that, you need a huge schus. To change over from midos to rachamim. But is it possible? Of course it's possible. Keep a midos because the whole idea of Midas Adin is to be very midactic, is to be very meticulous and look at every detail. Mm-hmm. That the heavens were not meriting in his eyes. That Moshe went very quickly when he went down the mountain. What did he see? Emes Ra. He saw Emes. Yeah? If it wasn't for a huge schus, it's not going to happen that way. On the other hand, if you're asking through the midas 
The whole idea of chesed is that you give good to the evil people and to the good people, regardless. It's just the union of giving good, right? So now, okay, so now we have, a, we have an idea. So we have a concept here. So what Rabdan Yoel, the Makubal said is, look, if you want Hashem to conduct himself, if your request is, right, for example, Chachma, Right when we say in Shemona Esrei, so we're asking for Chachma. We're asking for Chachma, right? So then you need to draw. You need you need to ask through the through the pathway of, of Chachma, not through the pathway of Malchus. And when you're asking Slach Lanu Avinu Kichatanu, you're asking for Chesed, right? So you have to draw, you have to come down. You're asking through the Chesed, through the Kav of Chesed, not through the Kav of Kvura. So that's why we have the whole idea of the shame Yudke Vavke with the different Nakudas in each of the different brachas of Shona Esrei. So that's the, that's the explanation of Abdan Yosef. Is it possible that he should be Atachonin La Adam Das and be Machavin to the sphere of Chesed? Yes, it's possible. Could he give it that way? Yes, it's possible. But that's not the norm. Right? In other words, is it possible to drive to New York, right, by going first? Uh, you know, up through Muncie? Yes, it's possible. But it's like not the normal way to go to Crown Heights by going through Muncie first. Is it a possibility? Yes, you, you go up to Muncie, and then you take uh, the Tappan Z, and then you go down the Henry Hudson Parkway, and you go, uh, uh, you, you, you know, is it a possibility? Yeah, but like no one's going to do that. It's like going from your left hand to your right ear. You know, you're not, it's not the normal thing to do. And in order to make it happen that way, you require a huge schus because you're asking Hashem to go totally out of His way to do but now we fall back onto the question of the of, of the ribash. He says like this: Amnon kushia haribash zeh l'shano, right? Razal mi machnis oisana bekolze. Now we go back to the same question though that we asked from the beginning. I get what you're saying. To the makubal Rav Daniel, he said, "I understand what you're saying. I understand there's a pathway of kavura. I understand there's a pathway of chesed." I understand that Hashem is the one that gives the chesed. Hashem is the one that gives the gvura. It's not some sphira. It's Hashem. I get it. It makes sense to me. No problem. But why do we have to even get involved in this whole story? Like, what, what are we talking about here? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Who caused us to enter into this whole story? Why don't we just dive into Hashem? He doesn't know how to drive to Crown Heights. He knows how to drive to Crown Heights. You don't have to give him a GPS. You don't have to tell him, go through the Holland Tunnel. He knows how to get there. He's not going to travel to Muncie in order to get to Crown Heights. Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. But what are you even getting involved in this whole thing? Just say, Hashem, I need your help. I need your chesed. Okay, Hashem doesn't know which way to travel to give chesed. Of course he knows. Who, who, whose idea is this, Bechlal? Like, where do we get this from? Like, why, why are we even going? Why are we even, you know, you know, why are we going up? What is that, what is that phrase? You're going up this tree. Who, who, who's chasing you up this tree? What? Isn't there a phrase like that? You're barking up the wrong tree. Like, what are you doing? Where are you going with this whole thing? It's, it's totally, it, it makes no sense. Why are we bothering? So yes, if you want to go by the letter of the law, you're right. You're 100% right. It would be better to, to, to you know, cause it, you know, to, to say, yes, uh, Hashem, Shem Kale, which is Chesed, then Elohim, because you're asking for Chesed. I, I get it, but like, 
Well, that's not, who cares? Let's just say God. Please help me, God. That's all I have to say. I, I, and that's the bottom line. That's, that's it. So that's what he says here. Just let's dive into Hashem. To the cause of all causations. That's who we want to dive into. That's who we need. Right? Before he even entered into the whole story of the Yudzviros. Who's talking about Yudzviros? I don't have to tell him which direction to go in. He knows himself. Right? That's the idea. So he says, He will know which derech, which way to complete the, the request. Whether it's to go into the spheres of chesed, which means like this, namely he's going to go according to whatever you're asking. Right? And this is a very powerful question. Now it's interesting, I don't really understand this, but he begins the answer here in a parenthesis, and then he begins it again in the next parak. So we'll, look, we'll, we'll begin the answer because I just want to finish, we'll finish up this parak and then we'll stop uh, and we'll pick up with parak tests on Sunday. But essentially what he's going to do is he's going to quote from, from Hallel. In other words, there's a, there's a mimer on Hallel in Derech Mitzvah which essentially, I'll just say it outside first, essentially asks the question, why do we have to praise God? Like, what's the point of this? God needs our praise. God doesn't need our praise. Like, it doesn't, you know, we don't need that, right? And the truth is, he doesn't. So he he compares it to praising a person. And he says like this, like, let's say, uh, Ruvain. We'll call him Ruvain, random person, right? Ruvain is a normal person, which means that he has very many strengths and many weaknesses, just like <coughs> everyone else in this room. Everyone in this room, you could look at everyone in this, you could say he's filled with strengths and he's filled with weaknesses. And so that's a human being. We're not Sadiqim, we're regular people. And so we say, Ruvain is smart, he's funny, he's kind, but sometimes he could be aggressive and sometimes he could be mean and sometimes he could be, uh, you know, not thoughtful, right? Okay, so he's, he has... Lots of potential. So the concept in Hasidus is that when you talk to Ruben, you say, oh, Ruben, you know, you're so kind for doing this, and this is so kind that you did. What happens is that when you start to speak to him that way, it draws out in him his kindness. It causes him to become like almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like we see nowadays even in Chinuch of children, right? We talk about this. By speaking to their positive points, it brings out the positive in the child, right? So in a similar way, by speaking to Hashem, Hashem doesn't need us. Hashem doesn't need us to do anything. Hashem doesn't need us to give him directions. Hashem but by drawing down Hashem, by saying in a way of, okay, this is Hashem doing chesed, it, it, it's a way of pulling down, drawing out, Right, that particular mida, right, causing there to be hashpa that will come down through this way. 
So there is a value, what he's going to say here, to actually being mechaven b'shem. Because you actually are pulling down, right, this energy to come through this pathway by me bringing it up from down here. Let's see in the parentheses. In order to explain, answer this question, we need to bring out the point from Hal. That we're praising Hashem. Because the objective is that through doing this, I'm able to draw down the Midos from a state of Helam to a state of Gilui. Helam means hidden, Gilui revelation. Because like we say in, in Zayar, right, that you can't put on Hashem a title of he is this Svira or that Svira. That's not who, what he is, right? He is beyond all Sviras. That's what he is, right? However, if we want to draw him down into the, it's almost like, you know, you have like, a, I mean, this is Lahav deal, but like if you imagine, right, you have like a water slide and you have different shoots on the top of the water slide and you want to draw him into the shoots that he could start bringing the energy down in a certain way. So therefore what we do is we're, draw, we're, we're pulling him down, right, into this shoot, namely into the shoot of Chesed or into the shoot of Rachamim or into the shoot of Malchus or whatever it is that we're, we're trying to draw down that particular energy. So through mentioning that particular name, which is Shaykh to that particular Svira, so that he's able to be mislavish, he's able to be enclosed in that particular, let's say, call it a route or a direction in a much greater way, right? In that's how the one that's making the request is able to draw out that particular Mida. In the same way that with a you know with another human being, when you speak to their their good points, what happens is that you wind up drawing that out in him. Not that he doesn't have good and he has bad, he has everything. He's a you know he's human. But by speaking to his good points, you're able to draw it out from him. And that's the idea. Yeah. Same with requests as well. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Same with the request. Like if you think about it, if when you go to a person Right, and you just say, you know, you, you, I know you're such a mean guy, but do you mind doing me this favor? Right? Or if you say, you know, you, you know, you're so you're so nice and you're so helpful all the time, and I really appreciate it, and you've been doing so much for, you know, the yeshiva so much. You know, do you mind doing this uh, this other thing as well? You're like in in the world in the English world, we would call that buttering him up, you know. But there's something to it because he does have those characteristics, and by talking to those characteristics you're actually causing him to be drawn into that characteristic. Right? I wish it was so easy that you could just say a few nice words and then all of a sudden, you know, abracadabra, you know, it's like then the person becomes like the most, uh, you know, the biggest sadic in the whole world. But the point is that there is something to it. It's not, it's not something that is stomp, right? That's, that's the idea. All right, Mirza Shem on, on, on uh, God willing, on Sunday we'll pick up. So in chapter 9, he goes into this well, like even more, uh, he develops this point, but that was that was basically the answer, and that's really the answer to our question of why we're involved in this whole story of being machaven b'shem, and that now has been able to basically. We didn't even start the mimer. This is only just an introduction, 
right, to try to say that, you know, remember we had to do the hafshata from the Gashmias. So this is the hafshata from the Gashmias, not meaning, like, God forbid that God has an arm or, or an eye or something like that, but that the idea is that the, the spheres of Atzilus are not God, right? They are the tools of Hashem, they're elokus. But when we're talking about particular, when we say Shem Kel, mean chesed, it doesn't mean chesed of Atzilus. Now we understand what it means, it means Hashem, the way he's mislavish in chesed. And not only that, we understand with this next paragraph, we're going to understand even more clearly why is it even necessary to go in that direction. And that's, that's where we're going. Good? Clear? And then we can start the mind. Okay. Uh,